So, uh, what are we talking about today? The podcast with everything paranormal and very unusual and alienistic. It's the 222 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, the man of the hour, the Tower of Power, Joe Shortridge. Hello. My favorite brother. Guess why you're my favorite brother this week? This week? (laughs) Because you brought me kettle corn from the fair. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, I was deathly concerned had to get up out of my bed at night after i was in my pajamas get dressed drive to joe's house because i thought he was dead on the floor of his house <laughs> but he <laughs> he wasn't answering his phone i couldn't get all of us I was panicking Jeez. guess where my brother joe was tell the listeners joe looking at cows <laughs> <laughs> at the state fair. He was at the fair at the Derby. Yeah. And I'm, never mind. It was. At least three of our family members knew I was there. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, I don't know where my brother is. I can't get hold of him. I panicked. Uh, Tina from Speed Cult, her daughter was in the Derby. Mm-hmm. And she got knocked out within the first five minutes. And then uh, came back. In the last chance race mm-hmm. with no front brakes because that's what they, I guess her front brakes seized up on her. So they oh came gosh. in the pits and just ripped the brakes off the car and I went love, back out. I love a demolition derby, but you know what I love more than a demolition <laughs> derby? A school bus demolition. <laughs> school bus races, figure eight school oh bus racing. God. Do you ever see the ones with the pulling the boats behind? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forget what they call that one. I forget, but it was hilarious. I mean, like, pee your pants funny. It was so funny. But things that are going on that don't seem very funny is our topic of the show today. Joe and I, you know, have this great passion, I guess you would call for it, wanting to know more about alien life. And in light of what's going on and all of the disclosures that's going on, Joe and I wanted to come on and talk about some of the interesting interesting things that are going on right now with the um uaps ufos mm-hmm. and other unidentified anomalies <laughs> they're called uaps now i don't know why they changed the name but i think they changed the name because the stigma around the term ufo mm-hmm. i think that they wanted to change it a little bit so that it's taken it's, more seriously? Or? I guess. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't make it sound like a crazy farmer <laughs> drinking and out in the field and saying, I'll show me a UFO. <laughs> yes, so unidentified anomalous phenomena. Phenomena? Sorry, we're obsessed with that song. I don't know why. Well, because we mainly just cover phenomena on this show. do, 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 do. Every time you say phenomenon, you have to say that. Do, 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 do. Okay, so this is what's really interesting. So Joe and I have watched hours and hours 
and hours of the testimony regarding the UFO um, hearings. It's over 10 hours long. Yes. And it's absolutely fascinating. Like, we can turn it off. There's so much information. But there's so much they're not telling you. Mm -hmm. Which is telling in a itself. In telling in a not telling way. Right. Um, so some of the key takeaways about um, what the whistleblower, I don't know if there's one or three. Three of them. Three of them. There's um, three. One of them is Ryan Graves. He's the executive director um, of Americans for Safe Aerospace. Mm-hmm. Uh, retired Commander David Fravor, which has been on a lot. Of, he's been on a lot of shows. Uh, former commander of the, or former commanding officer of the Black Aces Squadron of the U.S. Navy. And then you have David Grish, who is the formal nat- former, boy, I got to learn how to talk today, the former National Reconnaissance Officer um, for the United States Anomalous Phenomenon Task Force, which is part of the de- Department of Defense. But just in that tells a lot that there's actually a unidentified anomalous phenomenon task force in the government. And just blown away because we have been talking about aliens for eight years. I'm sure there's many, many, many other podcasts and radio shows that we need to pay homage to who have, you know, brought to the forefront about these topics. And don't you think this is a nice tribute to our our dear friend Stanton Freeman, may God rest his soul, who lobbied and wrote his books and and went to conventions spreading the word about, you know, what happened at Roswell because he was the only civilian mm-hmm. who was brought in on the Roswell case because he, he was an astrophysicist. He was, um, uh, you know, he had a Nuclear lot of... physicist. Right. So he had all of this scientific, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. knowledge, but then they brought him on that and... I bet you he's just wherever he is in heaven or on the other side. UFO. He's on the planet somewhere. Maybe in other at galaxies just saying, I told you so. Zeta Reticuli. Right. But, um, you know, what's interesting is about what Joe and I, you know, have been watching and want to bring you guys some updates on is that one of the guys, he was a former military intelligence officer. Now he's turned whistleblower. He told the House of Lawmakers that Congress is being kept in the dark about the unidentified anomalous phenomena, also known as UAPs or UFOs, however you want to say it, and alleging uh, that at a hearing um, that the executive branch agencies have withheld information about mysterious objects for years. Perfect case, Roswell. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been so much speculation. What's the um, place here in Ohio, the uh, base that they said that they took the craft to? Ray Patterson Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. But that's Hangar 18, which is no longer there. Turned it into apartments, and then they tore it down. Interesting. Huh. I wonder if there was something happening in those apartments that they had or to tear under them. Oh, good dun, thought. Dun, bum, ba, da, dun, da, da. Dun, dun. But, I mean, Joe, you've heard these, you know, stories for probably all of your life. You oh, know, yeah. That, that 
presidents, former presidents, mm-hmm. have witnessed well, like these um, beings at yeah, Wright Patterson. Um, President Ford actually had a sighting. He had his own UFO sighting. But the thing is, now let's just think about the last three presidents. All three of them during their campaigns said when they get in office, they're going to disclose about UFOs. And none of them do. I think it's because they're not privy to the information. You know, they think, mm-hmm. well, he's the president. He knows everything. Yeah, he may know about it, but he's not allowed to say a thing about it. And once they get into office, mm-hmm. I feel that the military or somebody gets to them and says, no, you will not talk about them. <laughs> you right. know? They use it as a campaign, you know, tactic. Yeah. But and when ma- it comes out to real life, they won't say anything about it. Do and I don't think it's because they're trying to be spiteful or whatever. I think it's because someone got to them and says, no, sir, you're not allowed to speak about that. Do you think that if they did, that would cause a mass panic and maybe that's why they're not saying well, anything? Well, the thing is, with UFOs and all that, for one thing, you have the religions. They say that once they come out and say that aliens are real and they find life on other planets, their religion is just going to crumble because our religion is based on the fact that God or whatever you call him or her put us on the earth. Well, they say that God put us on the earth and there's no one else around. Mm -hmm. But why couldn't he? If he can do it on earth, he can do it everywhere. Sure. And why wouldn't you? If you were God mm-hmm. and you didn't need the lotto, um, but <laughs> we do. <laughs> if you were God, why would you only do it on one planet? Why, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. the universe is so vast, and there's, as Carl Sagan would say, billions and billions of planets out there. Why wouldn't they be inhabited? inhabited? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, th- maybe those races have been living for billions of years, yeah. whereas just our subset of humans have been around for what, maybe four hundred thousand years. Oh, more, no, as a human, as the upright walking humans, it's mm-hmm. been around a million years. Oh, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> intelligence, you know, and and mm-hmm. this goes back to some of the stuff I was listening to today, also about how we feel that we've de-evolved, but intelligent life has been around for a long time and i still believe that saying that we de-evolved if you go back in the records like stonework and all that kind of stuff you'll find that it actually gets more complex as you go back Mm -hmm. instead of forward but with the context of what we're talking about the earth is relatively new compared to everything else and Mm -hmm. there came I mean, if you believe that there's aliens out there, there are civilizations out there that are millions of years older than us and millions of years more advanced. So why wouldn't they have technology? I, yeah. And we've both seen the tick famous Tic Tac. Mm -hmm. Is it Tic Tac or Tic Tac? No, Tic Tac. Tic Tac's what keeps me up all night, all night long watching makeup tutorials, right? And ghost people have in their basements. I should start filming my house yeah but anyways i'll tell you another story a story about that later um so but i mean you have seasoned trained professionals mm-hmm. seeing this you know men who have taken an oath of whatever 
they're pilots, they're trained, and they can't explain it. And this yeah. thing is doing right-hand turns and, and going up how many tens of thousands of feet. In the Tic Tac video? Nanoseconds. Yeah, that, when they first saw that, okay, so David Fravor said that they were going on a training mission. And the training mission was canceled, and they said something. I forget the term, but it's something like real world, real world something. Mm -hmm. So they had to take off from where the training was going on over the ocean to this specific point. And this is out by West Virginia. There's actually a spot in, over the ocean that's like a, it's almost like a pizza-shaped spot mm -hmm. where they train. Okay. And the reason why it's shaped like that is so that when they come into it, they only come in from one spot and they can control the training and all that stuff. But oh, he actually was told to fly out past that and catch up with a object on the radar. It was at, I believe, I want to say 88,000 feet, which okay. it's far or higher than what the SR-71 flies. So they came to the area and obviously they couldn't take their F-18s that high, but they flew in and they actually started chasing it because it came down to their level. And they said that this thing was doing all kinds of maneuvers that they couldn't do. They said that it actually came down to zero, um, zero knots. So in other words, it stopped <gasps> and hovered and then it shot up at un unbelievable speeds. There's nothing that we have that will do that. And he said it came within 50 feet of his craft. It actually split the two jets in half. Well, not split as in yeah, touched them, but, but it went in between them. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. So it was almost like it was toying with them. Mm -hmm. And the video that you see when you look up the um, Tic Tac video, that's only a small part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was saying that there was a bunch of them out there, but that one is the only one that they videotaped. Yeah, it, it, what was shocking to me was that he was saying they told, they reported that, and it was just to, like, their commanding officers and nothing ever was said yeah, about Yeah, they it. did the, de the standard debrief. They went into the debriefing room on the ship when they landed back on the ship. And they went down, they debriefed, and that was it. And nothing was said or heard about it since then until he was actually contacted by the um, Tom DeLong and those guys. And then he started talking about it, which was 15 years ago is when the video was actually filmed. That's, and why is it just coming to light now? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, these type of phenomena and do do and alien talk crafts all that kind of thing why why now why did we wait so long i think it's a combination of things i think it's the um quote-unquote whistleblowers mm -hmm. plus the um tom DeLong and his his group and i can't remember they something to the stars but um i think a combination of them i think a combination of the internet too has come out mm -hmm. to where so many people can see news so fast. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about they that. They can't really hide much. I mean, they still do, but they can't really hide much. Isn't it interesting that that recent video of the um, the crash that happened in the backyard of the K-1 
kid in Las Vegas has completely just gone silent. Yeah. It was like the hottest news for like a minute and then nothing else. Is it because it was fake or is it because they're trying to push under the rug? I don't know. I mean, they seemed very credible. Yeah. But why isn't this kid on every outlet every day? Mm -hmm. I mean, look at what we heard in the testimony of that pilot. Their pre-flight brief include daily brief mm -hmm. includes UFO talk. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. So every time they do their their flights, they're briefed on how to act when they see one of these crafts. Mm -hmm. Where is that? Do you think they're laughing at us because our technology is so disadvanced? I don't or, know. I mean, it could be that they are coming back to see how advanced we are because it's sort of like Star Trek. When In Star Trek, they make first contact when they figure out warp drive. Mm -hmm. But I think it was, you know, even though we've seen UFOs before this, I think it really took off when we got the nuclear, how you know, bombs. Mm. I think that's. But the thing is, Dave Grish was asked, you know, about when did the government know about this stuff? And he said that the government became aware of ex extraterrestrial evidence prior to Roswell by 30 years. So that was, let's see, Roswell help happened 40, in 49? 49, I believe, yeah. Yeah, so we're talking like 1910? That's, yeah. who was president then? You I don't know, know like, but. Was that Teddy Roosevelt? I don't know. <laughs> Teddy bear get those damn! <laughs> I'm gonna get those damn whippersnapper. Oh. Um, little green man probing my anus. They've been talking. <laughs> they've been talking about UFOs. I mean, obviously, way before that. I mean, there's Renaissance paintings with mm -hmm. UFOs in them. There's, Egyptian art. Yeah, yeah. So Aztecs, and not only is the or do the Aztecs have reliefs of what looks like a man in a ship. Mm-hmm. There's like four other cultures that have that same exact picture. Isn't that carved in. insane? Mm -hmm. Like, how is that possible? Because they saw it. Yeah. Whew. That's a little frightening. So what another take takeaway was, you know, they were, <laughs> this is one of the things that really got me. And I was like, oh my gosh. Remember when he, the lady asked the question, she, there was a, I don't know if she was a congresswoman or... They're all congresswomen. Okay. People, yeah. So they're asking or grilling these three whistleblowers and, and they she specifically asked when the Roswell crash occurred, were their biologicals um, recovered? Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, yes. And she's like, were they human? He's like, they were not. Yeah. So he... Flat out said these are non-human entities yeah. that they captured. I, I was just that's the one word thing, captured because I don't know yeah, if that's the right Because that's word, one thing about um, when he was testifying, he kept saying that, or he never said alien. Mm -hmm. He never said UFO. He said UAP and uh, entities. Yeah. That's interesting. So one of the things he said was called a skiff. And he mentions that a lot in the talk mm -hmm. because he's still under oath 
that he has to tell the truth, but also he is still under security clearance and he did sign a waiver or whatever you call it mm-hmm. that says that he cannot disclose things. So what does the SCIF stand for? It's Secure Compartmentalized Facility, mm-hmm. which is basically a secure room and they have them in the house, they have them in the White House, stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's a secure room that top secret stuff can be talked in without having to worry about leaks. Oh, okay. So it's like, like... A soundproof and all that oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. No electronics, you know, stuff like that. And he kept saying, you know, people people would ask him questions and he's like, I can't answer that. I can answer, I can answer that in the skiff, but, you know, we, we mm-hmm. will discuss that in the skiff or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is Congress doesn't have clearance to, to go, go in. into the... Uh-uh. There was one guy and i can't remember his name but he was wearing a blue suit which is different <laughs> than everybody else and he did say that he went into the skiff and saw one of the photos that oh. was taken mm-hmm. this happened to uh, graves i believe during a test flight the pilots saw a diamond shaped formation and wow. when they saw this their radar and their FLIR cut out oh my so gosh these things actually had control over their their equipment. Mm-hmm. And one of the pilots was a, was able to do a manual photo somehow of the object. And that is top secret, so nobody could see it except for this one congressman did go in the skiff and actually was able to see the photo. He can't say what he saw, but he did say during the um, hearings that it was nothing he's ever seen before. Yeah, that's scary. It's interesting that they, whoever they mm-hmm. are, have this information. They can disclose it by showing people in secret. Mm-hmm. But then these guys are there trying to get this out in the open. Talk a little bit about, you know, what he kind of was, well, what he was saying about why they're not disclosing some things and why they want to disclose some things. It's national security. Okay. Because if you have a object that can perform the maneuvers, and basically he even, I can't remember what his name is, which mm-hmm. one was saying this, but the guy in the middle. Um, <laughs> Graves, I think. Yeah, I think it was great. But he said that these things could fly into space. They could fly back out of space. They can fl- go underwater. They can do maneuvers. They can stop in midair and there's like in a blink of an eye, take off at total speeds, take off at total speeds that are incapable or were incapable of. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you got something that can go up into space, come back out of space, not get burned up by the atmosphere like our ships do, Mm -hmm. doesn't affect them at all. They can come down at, you know, a blink of an eye and stop just instantly and Mm -hmm. then take off again if we had that technology and if we're trying to you know reverse engineer that technology Mm -hmm. if we had that technology we could do anything sure i mean we wouldn't even need spaceships you would find one of these things put your gear on it Mm -hmm. bam you're up in space in in a second you can throw a throw a satellite out of it or whatever you know i mean if we had that technology 
we wouldn't have the rockets and all that stuff. And not, I mean, not even talk about military stuff because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're a very violent planet, obviously. Yeah. And if we had that technology, we would be using it in wars. Oh, for sure. I mean, you could go from one pole to the other pole in what, matter of seconds? Apparently. Flying around the earth. I wonder, and I don't know, I'm just speculating, but. If you have something that's moving that fast around our planet, mm-hmm. could that speed up the rotation of the planet? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it has enough mass to do it. Okay. I mean, Superman can. Well, of obviously. course, Henry Cavill was the best Superman. He was <laughs> fine as a but, dime. Um, I don't think so because mass is not big enough. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you can move at those speeds and go up into space, it's just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. And... To think about, you know, our national security. I mean, come on. We talked about it earlier. Space Force. Yes. I mean, the thing, the Space Force was, I think um, Barack Obama started it, was it? And then Trump took it over, I think, or something. I don't know. But it went through Congress and the House and everybody with almost zero um, resistance. Mm -hmm. I mean, the funding and everything was like zero resistance. Nobody talked about it. Nobody, you know, they didn't have hearings on it, nothing. It was just all of a sudden it was there. Now, in order to have something like that, a space force, they're calling it, mm-hmm. it's a military branch. In order to have that added on to our existing military branches with no, you know, step backs or whatever, then they have to know that there's something that they have to protect us against. Exactly. I mean, they just wouldn't do it for whatever, you know. Um, so you can join Space Force. If you go to their website, you can uh, apply to join. Oh, really? And they have really cute uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because some of the news that's on the United States Space Force website, uh, there's a article they posted, Space Force announces space test course selectees. Um, Department of the Air Force takes action ag- on barriers to mental health, wellness, and resistance. Um, they're talking about um, depend- Department of Air Force foreign language proficiency bonus policy. But it's <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, they're engaging in talks with Japan uh, regarding the first ever space engagement talks. So I don't think, and it's, it's spaceforce.mil, which is military. Um, I don't think they, like you said, would just create this, bill, probably a billion-dollar program mm-hmm. on, we think there might be aliens out they there. They said that, the I mean, original, originally they said that they were making Space Force to protect our satellites mm-hmm. from other satellites that could destroy our satellites, which okay. on paper you can say, yeah, that's that's good. But, like I said, it went through Congress and everything with zero to probably very, very little Well, that tells me pushback. people know what's going on. Yeah. Now, Graves also mentioned in 2003 at the Vandenberg Air Force Base mm-hmm. at 8.45 in the morning, a large 100-yard sighted, okay, so each side of it was 100 yards, oh my gosh. red square floated over the water 
hovered over one of the launch facilities because I think they have nuclear stuff there for about 45 seconds before heading out over the mountains. So this 100 by 100 100 square thing floated over the ocean. It was a, and it was colored. It was red. So interesting. And it was seen by a lot of people. It hovered and took off. Later that night, they had the same exact incident happen again. So twice in the one day, they saw this. And it was pushed under the rug because, you know, we can't talk about that stuff. It's interesting, too, because part of that testimony, I don't know if you remember, the pilot who was talking about doing the training off of Virginia Beach mm-hmm. or one of the beaches. Yeah, that was Fravor. Mentioned that they saw something in the water that these ships, they, butterfly, um, these ships are coming in and out of the water also. Mm-hmm. It was, he said it was a, oh, it was off of San Diego. It was a completely clear day. He's like, it could have, couldn't have been the more perfect day. Low winds, no white caps, mm-hmm. and no something else, he said. Something to do with the water. And yeah. yet they saw this thing bubbling out of the water. He said that when he saw the TikTok, that he saw the white water, you know. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you look at when a boat's going by, it made that, you know, like the white water churned up because mm-hmm. the boats do that. Yeah. He says it looked like that. So and then when the TikTok flew in between them, they looked back down and the white water was gone. So in other words, it probably dived. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say if we have a if we have ships coming in from space that can do all these maneuvers fly in the air, and go underwater. I mean, we don't have anything like that. No. That I mean, even in our technology with subs and all that, we don't have planes that can go underwater. You know, I mean, right. and that's, now I'm not talking speed, I'm not talking anything, I'm just saying, we don't have anything that could fly in the air and go underwater and still maintain the same speeds. <laughs> what was the... Uh what was the name of those cars that used to be, um, you could go on land and, oh, yeah. and in the water? Yeah, I don't Amphibians remember. or something? They're amphibious. That uh-huh. means land. There was a certain name for them. I yeah, forget. and I remember growing up, our neighbor, the Carols, they had one. Oh, my God. And now that you just mentioned it, I think Putin Bay is having a car show uh-huh. with all those cars this weekend. Oh, my God, how fun. <laughs> and if you guys don't know um, why we're taping this, uh, there is the jeep fest going on so it's like this huge festival um because toledo is the birthplace of the jeep and there's thousands and hundreds and tens of thousands of jeeps descending on our city right now and it's almost like an alien invasion because it's like all these weird looking jeeps with weird looking lights and little rubber ducks all over them are invading yeah i didn't there's a huge parade and um yeah saturday um, as we're recording today is Thursday and mm-hmm. we're recording, but this coming up Saturday, downtown Toledo will be full of Jeeps, thousands and thousands and thousands of Jeeps of every kind. I mean, not just the CJs mm-hmm. and, you know, like the Wrangler styles, but all the kinds that they've made, even the military stuff. Cause the military Jeep itself, mm-hmm. um, wasn't made by Jeep. To begin with, it was made by Ford, but Jeep got the contract mm-hmm. because they all looked alike, but they were a little different. 
the different companies that you know put them out mm-hmm. and they made these little i, I the reason i bring it up because they made these little things that look like golf carts and there's a bunch of those down there too but those are actually military vehicles that they use for like hauling it um you know like hauling um stretchers and stuff like oh, that okay. and had guns on them and all this but they looked like m- tiny jeeps well the only reason i mentioned that is because i was thinking about the correlation between when these things go in and out of the water fast and then like you know you might have like 50 whales wash up on shore just out of the blue and i don't know why but that i correlated that with you know when a mass of people descend on one area i wonder if that sparks them to be like okay what's going on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like um if that is of interest i don't know you know like when we have like a huge rock concert and there's hundreds thousands of people on that you know like it's (laughs) going down 40 rabbit holes but the concert that taylor swift had in um Cincinnati actually okay. because there were so many people there caused an earthquake no way it registered as an earthquake <laughs> like a 2.3 or something like that don't quote me but um and I was like you know when you have these giant gatherings I always wonder if the aliens are curious about that it's and possible. if the sightings happen you know correlating around large events like that like, yeah I don't know like the Olympics that's you know? something we should ask Bill Konkoleski about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because if you think about it, you know, they, you say, well, nobody witnessed it if there was a flying saucer over. But during those shows, the lights are so bright, you can't see the sky anyways. Yeah. I always wonder, too, like, a lot of times you'll see these videos. And I wonder if, and just speculating, mm-hmm. bear with me, if other countries use holographic pictures or you know like put things in the sky to try to cause mass chaos for other countries it would make sense and you can do it i mean disney does it all the time we do it all the time mm-hmm. i mean they have um actually shown like photos on clouds and that and mm-hmm. a lot of companies like um disney and stuff like that will use water as a backdrop so that they can put ghosts and stuff on them. Yeah. I know that, you know, it, in the, like, um, Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like that, they use mirrors. Mm-hmm. And they project stuff onto the mirrors to make it look like they're standing there in front of you. But, I mean, it's possible. But it's, then again, it's part, why? Part of me is very curious about why all of a sudden this is all coming to light and the conspiracy 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 theorist in myself says is all this talk a distraction for something else that's going on you know what i mean oh you mean like everything <laughs> right like yeah. the whole world coming to an end <laughs> you better get your cash on hand because the banks are about to go down for three days straight and it's gonna cause a massive uproar i know i i saw that on tiktok well, you know, if it was it's on a prediction. TikTok, it's real. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I just I just wondered if, you know, people are very, very interested in this topic. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know how to say it, but it's, to me, it just feels like a distraction. Yeah. Because these guys are putting, the, 
putting their lives on the line to come out and say this stuff. Yet the government's allowing them to do that Mm -hmm. because if it was so classified (laughs) or hidden or, you know, not in the public's best interest or safety, you know, why would they allow these guys to come out and say this? There is a new law or new something, I forget what it is, about the Whistleblower Act Mm. that can protect them as long as they don't talk about classified stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. why um, Grish, I believe is, or yeah, I believe is Grish, or one of the guys, Mm -hmm. Graves, he kept saying, I'll speak to you in the skiff about that. He can't come out and say it. Yeah. Because he would be arrested. Now, the thing is also... A lot of these whistleblowers that talk about stuff end up suicided. Oh. You know what I mean? And like you said, these guys are coming out, you know. And he even said that, Graves even said that his family's been threatened. He's been threatened. He has, the one congresswoman asked him if he knows of anybody that got hurt. And he's like, yes, but I can't say <gasps> That's who right. Is. You know, he said... um, He's witnessed people that passed away, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So who knows? And, you know, I I wouldn't see, like, let's just use Graves, for example, or any of these three guys. I, all allegedly. Don't sue us. No, <laughs> but um, if he was to disappear, it would be too much out in the open. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they came forward is maybe they were thinking, well, we better come forward now while we can. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. But even if they did disappear, it probably would make news for four seconds and then not be heard of from yeah. again, right? Just like many other people who came out and and had these stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we don't know how many there are. Right. I mean, how many... Like, who controls the news? Who controls mm-hmm. the media? You know, uh, a lot. one of the big things that they were talking about is they were... Tr- they had... Um, a lot of commercial pilots see this stuff. Mm, yes. And they're yeah. afraid to come out and say anything because they'll lose their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Or be deemed crazy. Yeah. Stuck in an asylum. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like a vacation to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It's just it's just very, very interesting that, you know, these this is coming to light at this time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, I was think back like, okay, there's a lot going on in the world with like wars and and economics and food and all this stuff. And yet this is coming to light. Like, is this a distraction? I don't know. I think it is. (laughs) But that's my theory. Um, Let's see. I guess there's more to come. According to this article, it says... They're going to look for more answers and that there's more legislation that's going to come out of this. And that um, there, well, according to this article, there was more disclosure to come in at another time. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a representative from Florida had said that. So. Yeah, I think that they're going to have more more hearings on this. And it's interesting, too, because it's coming close to election time. So it's like, why would they bring this to the forefront? Yeah, you don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't know. It's really suspect. But, I mean, just like you said with the social media where people have immediate access to put um, things up or down. And you know what's interesting, too, because 
this isn't related, but it's kind of related. I notice like a lot of the pages that I follow who talk about um, things like aliens and conspiracy theories and, and government and things like that will come on and say, this is the fourth time I've tried to make this video. Oh. It keeps getting taken down yeah. or it, or there keeps, you know, there's issues going on. I don't know if that's a sales tactic or not, but you know, when they're talking about like world predictions or aliens or, you know, even these disclosure type things, it seems like their videos aren't being pushed to the forefront. And some yeah. of the, the creators talk about that. Like I, you know, my videos used to be seen by a million people. Now all of a sudden nobody's seeing my videos. Mm-hmm. I think that's a new algorithm that the YouTube mm-hmm. and all that has even like ours. I mean, we, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, but you know, hit subscribe, hit, you know, hit subscribe, leave us a positive rating review and all that because the algorithms have changed, and I just think that that's what causes that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's so, Everything to me is so interesting, and this is why I don't get any sleep at night, <laughs> and I look 107 years old because I'm up watching all of this information. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's fascinating, and to think that, just going back to the Tic Tac video for a second, that happened 15 years ago. Yeah. What advances, like if they're that far in advance, 15 years in our time, it's probably a blip or it could be a thousand years in their time and they could be mm-hmm. that much more advanced. Yeah. I mean, I'm we're sitting here and taping and I'm looking out the window and for some reason, these butterflies keep landing on Joe's deck right in front of the window here and yeah. I'm like they're these little aliens yeah, spacecrafts <laughs> listening to us <laughs> do this podcast about alien disclosure <laughs> phenomenon da 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 okay but this this they're whole thing interesting with, butterflies too by the way they're but this whole thing with this um, thing with Congress and all that is just so interesting that they I mean with just watching it the questions that they were asking and you have to go and watch it. If you look it up on YouTube, it says live video, but it was actually from last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so interesting. The questions that they were asking, it's like they're asking the questions that everybody thinks about, mm-hmm. but they are in Congress and they can ask the questions, you know? Right. We can only theorize on our mm-hmm. tiny, teeny, tiny podcast which y'all listen to, and thank you for putting us into the top five of Paranormal Podcasts globally. Yes. Appreciate that. Everybody, share it with your friends because we want to get this message out that the 222 Paranormal Podcast is your one and only. The true Paranormal That's Podcast. Right. Every Everyone else is a fake. No. <laughs> You're our sweetheart, so just... You know, know that we do appreciate you guys listening. And if, you know, you've ever had an encounter, please let us know. DM us. We'd love to, like, you know, hear about her or get you on the show. Can be anonymous. I mean, we don't have to give your real name. You can use the name Esmeralda. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to see us live, we are going to be in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan for the Michigan Paracom, which is the best Paracon in the country. Oh my God. And when I say that, I mean it. People ask me who's going to be there. I say everybody. 
Everybody. And Jack Osborne's going to be there this year. Yeah. Should be interesting. Hopefully he's in the table next to us. I hope so. Last year. We Sorry, Brian. Brian Cano was usually next to us. I know. But, it, you know, you know, I mean, I, I think did watch Jack, a bit. It's so funny you say that. I, I, I had TikTok on on the way home oh. and one of Brian, Brian Cano's videos popped up and, um, you know, him and I have the same birthday, 222. Mm-hmm. It was our birthday. So, you know, on February 22nd, you guys have to wish him a happy birthday and yours truly. But our host, Joe, has a birthday coming up, too, in October. Yeah. Yay. I'm turning old. Oh, hush. No. Anyways. But, yeah, if, you know, it's a long drive. Michigan Paracons uh, in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Yes. It's easy to find. Get on <laughs> 75, head north. If you, you see do. a sign that says last exit before Canada, get off, head down that road, and you'll run right into it. Yes. Do not forget to get off because you get to Canada, you're stuck. You can't turn yep. around. <laughs> you'll be on top of that big bridge. <gasps> oh, my God. It's bigger than the Mackinac. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. I hate bridges. Um, did you? Oh, just unrelated but related. Mm-hmm. Did you see the guy who fell off the Ambassador Bridge? No. In Detroit? A concrete worker plummeted 150 feet off the bridge. The new bridge they're building? Yes. And he lived. Really? He had a four, like a four-month-old son or kid, whatever. It was interesting because some of the neighbors saw him and ran to like this ferry, you know, that does yeah. ferries across the water and this and said, go get him. He's out in the water. Ground. And they said he was floating, but he wasn't moving. Yeah. I can imagine he broke he a did. lot of bones. And um, but he survived and they got him out of the water. Like if that if those people hadn't been there and that boat hadn't been there. Uh huh. He wouldn't have. He, he would have drowned because, he drowned. you know, he can't move. That's a miracle, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, to fall off a giant bridge. This is why I don't like bridges. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have nets and all that because they're, they're safety. Right, I know, like latches and yeah. things. I don't know. But who knows? You know, Who knows what happened? An alien pushed him off. Yeah. He wanted to see if an alien would come and swoop by and, and but grab him. But if you want to tell us your story, we will be at Michigan Paracon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so definitely, if you are going to be there, we'd love to hear your story. If you want to just come on the show for like 10 minutes and tell yeah. your story. I think real life firsthand accounts are just so fascinating. And even like, you know, last, I don't know if you guys um, tuned in last week, you, you better have, uh, or else. Uh, <laughs> um, Alan Cornelison. Mm-hmm. What an interesting, real, you know, firsthand paranormal experience yeah. that man had and i'm sure there's some people out here who have had alien abductions or sightings mm-hmm. or what do they call them now you uhfs or <laughs> what UH. is it uap uap uh, sorry UHF. uhf wasn't was a movie <laughs> right with weird al yankovic yes. and the guy that played kramer he, oh he was, God. can I get on the fire hose? I want to play. You're going to drink from the fire hose, you know. <laughs> but oh. can I keep my mop? Can I, can I, he's like, hey, I forget his name. Do you want your own TV show? Oh, yeah, man. But can I keep my mop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is my mop. I really like my mop. <laughs> we are totally going down rabbit holes now. But, guys, we really, really. But anyhow, Michigan Paracon. At the end of the month, look it up. 
Come on up. Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, the best Paracon you will ever go to. It's not just a Paracon. It is a karaoke party on Saturday night that you will not believe. It's a family reunion. It's great. Everybody's going to be there. I can't wait to see all of our friends, Johnny Zaffis and the Ghost Brothers and Jack Osborne. And I'm not sure if Bridget Marquette's coming back, but I hope so because I want to, you know, I stalked her last time and I, I was too starstruck to say hello. <laughs> I think I did say hello once. Um, I did. I walked out. Hey, how you doing? It's, she's like, hey, how you doing? You know, so like pretty. I have never met her, but you know, yeah. I just talked to her like I knew her forever. And she was like, hi, how you doing? She's probably <laughs> thinking, who's this creep? <laughs> she probably gets it a lot. Yeah. But anyways, no, you guys really, if you're going to come out, you know, bring your ghost story, bring your alien story, bring your Bigfoot story, stop by the booth. We'll have our homemade dowsing rods, which are very effective for ghost hunting. And if you do want to order them and you're not going to the Paracon, just DM us. You can get them on my uh, Poshmark page or we can just um, ship them out to you. You can mm-hmm. just cash app us and we'll, we'll And we have t-shirts up on our Etsy page. Yes. I don't have dowsing rods on the Etsy page yet, but I will eventually. Yeah. No, that you can get our merch and represent wherever you live. Yeah. Which would be awesome. <laughs> that's you go. Okay, that's the challenge for this rest of the year you guys you've got to get a 222 shirt and wherever your city is or where you're ever at put on your shirt take a photo and put it on our page there you go and we'll send you some stickers (laughs) (laughs) but anyways joe that's it thanks for listening everybody great great thing that congress had and uh hope they do it again yeah it's fascinating so stay tuned if there's more and exciting and updated news you know we'll definitely bring it to you on the show but thanks for listening hit that subscribe button right now and leave us a five-star rating review positive comment yeah all right guys have a great week love you guys thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week and what is on your mind by 60 second crush out of detroit michigan rock and roll long live rock and roll and aliens bye-bye everybody (laughs) 